Good day, everybody. Welcome to the Got Brain podcast presented by Cognitivology, where we will continuously discuss and present in detail the mechanics of intuitive intelligence that are built on our inborn basic intuition. Plus, we will also be presenting the true mechanics and virtues of diversification. Now, you may be pondering, what do these two things have in common? And this is something we will continue to present and unfold for you about the significant connection between these two facets of our human potential. I would like to introduce myself. I am Carla Mencken-Wolf and also my wonderful best friend and editor, Bryce Conway. And she's going to say something. What would you like to say? Hi, everybody. My name is Bryce Conway, as Carla Mencken-Wolf had just said. Uh, I wanted to say that we are, in fact, the mechanics of intuition and diversification. I hope you guys enjoy uh, our presentation and stick around for others. Uh, we, we welcome all comments and questions. Um, we will try to answer them all throughout the next couple of weeks or months, and hopefully on this journey of brain potential the discovery you guys will learn something um this information is only uh was developed by us and only can be presented by cognitivologists which is what we are and we also hope to learn something from you as we from all of you in our audience as we learn about the questions and inquiries you have about true human brain potential or the genuine, bona fide, authentic potentialities of what our brain has intended us to be and become in all of our commonality and our uniqueness. And hello. hello. <laughs> we said hello together. We did. Which hello, is, hello. We should say hello together all the time. <laughs> and um, I, I, I have a little tiny bit of a cold, so I hope I'm still audible in some way or other. Maybe I sound better to some people when I have a cold. Who knows? <laughs> all I know is I will overpower you audibly. That's fine. But as it's the beginning of the new year still... Mm -hmm. uh, more or less. Yeah, well, I mean, we're in February, but we're keep going. basically into February. And um, it's a good month to uh, emphasize what uh, one of our two themes this year, which is to speak of self-love and self-telepathy. And the things that they are connected to, which pretty much is everything in self-development. Yes, so uh, last time we talked about uh, giving more rise and awareness to the idea that uh, adult self-improvement is based on uh, addressing the inner child that's been wounded and our 
platform and our brand uh, says that we need to connect the the wounded inner child and the adult with actual child development. So is it part of a proper system for human development and human progress um, to automatically assume and have a um, a code, an unconscious or hypnotic code where we guarantee uh, breaking every child or implanting heartache and wounds and trauma uh, specifically and solely for the purpose of <laughs> fixing them when they become adults and uh, nothing else in the universe works that way. Right. So the main challenge we have always faced is getting people to understand that the real world is the one that we have yet to build and the one that we live in that we tell children, okay, now you've graduated from school. Welcome to the real world is, 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 is really the, the false world because it's running on a system that is uh, inconsistent and non-commensurate and unaligned with how the resonance of our brain truly operates in conjunction with and connected to our mind and heart. So pe people will talk about these separately and say, you got to do this and get out of your head, or you got to do uh, this thing and get out of your mind, or you can only be in your heart, but your heart deals with emotions, but most of the emotions are actually in your brain without realizing it because the brain is emotionally developed. So, and then we talk about interconnectedness and then alignment with the universe. So when we think of that, we have to consider, it begs us to consider that childhood should never be broken because nothing else in the universe is purposely created to be broken and then be fixed. Mm -hmm. And we're a part of the universe. And um, also that everything is interconnected. So what does that mean? And what, what relevance does that have with self-love and self-telepathy? Because I think a lot of people might say if we were to divide different parts of ourselves we might go, okay, that part's really broken. That part's only partially broken. That part is pretty much intact. You know, this other part is partially broken. And, oh, my God, that part is, is like, where did it go? It's 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 so shattered. It, it It's barely here in, in, in a pulverized form. Oh, my God, look at this part over here. It's completely missing. And, oh, here's another part that's okay. We could use that. So... I mean, are they all in the same format? And then we talk about interconnectivity or alignment. Well, they have to all be in the same format. They have to right. be on the same page. They have to be in interchangeable. They have to be transferable. So in order to do that, we have to ensure that cognitively and intuitively during the first five years of development, when 90% of the brain develops, which is directly and inextricably and inseparably connected to heart and mind and soul and chakras and your physical body and all the things you learn that are influenced on you by the environment. These are all interconnected. So we have to consider that. So moving out of that, 
and we talk we have talked a lot for a long time about where we are as 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 a business or people will say um you know do you consider yourself an entrepreneur or are you an entrepreneurship or is this a a, a nonprofit and and either way even nonprofits are expected to operate like a business so yes. you know what is it that you do who's your target market and basically i think target markets are often uh reduced to a demogra- demographic where it could be gender or age or people with a p- specific interest but when when we tell people our specific interest people say well that's really too pioneering and that never works for building a business you have to go with something that's kind of like a standard model right so um while we can uh understand that uh we still have something specific that we want to do and even though it might fall short of being able to fit into a business model it can never we can never change what it is we actually do because it's very specific to those particular things we mentioned creating the unbroken childhood right and creating the unbroken childhood is directly connected with the self telepathy and self love aspect which are two things that are also very interconnected. Mm-hmm. So, do you have anything you want to say so far about what I've said? Well, um of course, most people believe a business is something that has, you know, at the very root of it a barter type of system. Yeah. We'll do this for you if you give us this. We'll do, we'll give you that if you do this. There's a there's an exchange, there's a give and a take. Our business quote-unquote business is just really disseminating information right we will you know we have things set up to to um help people direct people instruct people to create help them create the unbroken childhood um we however that is a a whole person experience. Right. So whereas a business you expect to say instantaneous transfer of something, either <laughs> transfer of right. product, transfer of service, transfer of small amounts of knowledge. And then, you know, a, a, a fee is extracted or, or help. Given, given, given freely received with, with love and, you know, an abundance or, but we are, uh, really just trying to, trying to innovate humanity and elevate humanity to its next level. Right, and, which is what the original plan for humanity was. <laughs> so we're actually officially going back to year one. Yeah. <laughs> in 2024. Um, and and trying to see if anyone can, uh, you know, grow, grow child and cr- 
correctly. Right. And the, the point that, I mean, there may be a bit of confusion because while adults are looking for remedies to, um, to recalibrate the inner child, to be in line with what they want as adults, uh, I understand that we could say the average person is or plans to or has been a parent. So if your kids are already grown, I understand. But uh, to be a little bit more rigorous about what's going on here, uh, there has to be a standard model for child development, but also people who are directly involved in child development benefit equally from implementing the unbroken child system as well as being able to gain insight into their own inner child. Let's use the word healing because that's what most people say. So in terms of what we do, an adult can get that benefit. They would get it differently if they go to see some uh, forum or uh, somebody in the psychology field or whatever that may be. But we're proposing in one way that it's done simultaneously. (laughs) So that's one thing to say. But um, in terms of what we want to really start and what we've promised our audience to talk about is the mechanics of telepathy. So uh, self-telepathy and how that's alignment. Now, I just gave a a mini version of self-love and how all those different cups or pieces have to be unbroken and tied together or, you know, uh, latched onto a (laughs) merry-go-round. Whereas if it even goes spinning, one, one, the contents of one will pour into another and they'll all be still, um, amalgamated to the same resonance or purpose that they will amplify all other abilities, uh, with the same caliber of uh, intuitive and cognitive information processing or intuit- basic intuition and basic cognition. So, um, so to go back to what we were saying as, 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 a, as a non-business, there's a lot of coaches and businesses out there that help people, say, develop. Uh, when, if we're describing ourselves... Uh, we're saying that we have, there's, there's kind of very little demand for what it is that we do. Okay. So fair assessment, but fair assessment, um, the, 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 hundred percent need, right. So that's very little demand. Exactly. So that's where I'm going. So when, when we speak about the four-year-old stage of, intuitive cognitive learning that's very foreign to most people and they think well what what good is that to me right even though they know that they're healing their inner child it's like the bulk of your inner child that needs healing is you may have had your worst wounds before the four-year-old stage or even just after the four-year-old stage but the four-year-old stage that particular time will determine how you deal with all those wounds, whether you got them before or after. Essentially, because everything that came before four is in that four-year-old stage. And then everything that will come after four, 
the basis of those qualities are already uh, germinating, activating, vibrating in the four-year-old stations. You have everything present at that time. And that's why that's the best time also for recalibration. Right. So um, while there are many businesses around these days where people emphasize uh, self-improvement in terms of various skills with decision-making and being in control and owning your own feelings and reasoning, decision-making, emotional intelligence, computational thinking, which is another way of uh, a more advanced, uh, complex, uh, very precise way of uh, applying problem-solving. And, um, and also leadership and all, all these other things. So there's a lot of businesses and coaches out there that deal with each of these as, as even singular, uh, characteristics. Let us help you and your people be more of this thing or be more of that thing. And they deal with that specific thing. But, and so there's this conscious effort in adults who are looking to improve and uh, fix or remedy or reconcile, recalibrate, heal, whatever it is you want to call it, those broken parts, which uh, were predominantly acquired in the young years of learning. Right. All of those characteristics that we just mentioned. Mm -hmm. In that stage, they were all one thing. Right. They were one thing. And then before they become overly categorized into these other things, but which then we see as being completely separate, one never having anything to do with the other. Um, if, if when they are all one in the same and they're treated with the correct prospects of cognitive and intuitive development during that four-year-old stage, then they always have a proper link. And if they're treated properly, then those things will always um, operate on the resonance or sublimation, intuitive, automatic processing without conscious control they w w those things will all be fostered into our adult development rather than having to fix all of those things right they'd already be working uh in conjunction with one another even though one of those things takes the lead depending on what activity we're doing or what type of work we're doing um and so uh what does this have to do with the mechanics of telepathy? Well, those are the basic mechanics of self-telepathy. <laughs> because well, what, okay, when we so, have that alignment, then we connect with the knowledge right. of the universe. So what I'm hearing you say, though, okay. to be fair, is that the, how the broken um, system and, mm. of course, the wounded and broken inner child is basically because that is they are disconnected from all the other parts uh, that are necessary for proper development. Right. Or the, the, the way that we teach children at that stage and the way that we use language is purpose is 
unconsciously or inadvertently coded to put divisions between those things. That's partially or grandly due to misunderstanding what the basic mechanics of intuition is. Right. There was, there was a thing uh, the other day that I saw right on, on LinkedIn and it was, um, it was amazing because NASA actually did this. I wish I could remember the person. I like to give credit to the person who posted it. It was really amazing. So when NASA did this, this study, and I think it went back to the sixties where they wanted to define or recognize or see the, 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 the genius level applications of problem solving. And what they found was that uh, I think four and five year olds were, 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 were the main geniuses in the problem solving expeditions that were laid out. And that um, as people got older, the, the, the percentages within a group of, of demographic of that age group drastically dropped every few years until people got to whatever the end of high school or beginning of adulthood was all and you you considered an adult and only three percent of people could still be considered geniuses based on problem solving skills versus or compared with the five-year-olds who were 93 percent of the whole group uh operating as geniuses right so the other thing is that we can also uh, identify uh, genius with intuitive intelligence. And P- Jean Piaget said four-year-olds are intuitive learners, and they that was about all that there was. So, of course, more research needs to be done on that. But when we consider interconnectivity and even in our attempts to identify new things, we miss the opportunity to put them together with what else they belong with. Right. In order to create that alignment and that cohesion and all those emotional cups tied together, repaired or unbroken to begin with. Um, And I hope this gives a beginning preface or introductory understanding because as we go along too, I think, think we'll have to you know dust off one of our books and take it out and give more definitions to the definitions that we have uh the the definitions for the different characteristics that people use every day but that we've re- redefined according to real brain development and intuitive intelligence so i think that will give it a little more cohesiveness in the meantime we will say do you want to say something else before we Say so long. Um, I think for we, this Thursday. I think I said it. I did. Okay. I think. All right. <laughs> okay. So, oh, we hope that gives you some beginning clarification, and or some beginning more fuddlement. <clears throat> and um, we uh, we hope that we can help tie that into a definition of self-love of intuitively understood individual self-love that is consistent also with self-telepathy because you have to be your own best prophet because your intuition is connected to 
the knowledge of the universe. Hence the four and five year olds being the geniuses. Exactly. Because their connection is is uh, rock solid. And hence also the four basic uh, forces of the universe, which were uh, one force before they were divided, but where they always remain connected. The right. forces of the universe that build and construct and create everything that we have. Right. So that's how everything is originally entangled. And entanglement describes both the universe and its energy processes, it describes precisely exactly how the four-year-old brain works. Uh, I will, I will end there. Yes. On that note, (laughs) on that note, I hope everybody has a wonderful week, a couple of weeks. And we will, we will, we will talk to you again at another time. time. Uh, Remember, if you really like this podcast and you'd like to uh, support us in any way, Buy us a coffee. coffee. (laughs) Thank you.